Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Hadaway, what is love? Love is sending in gorgeous pictures to me on 0861800658 of a lovely little girl in her communion dress. And that was sent in by Mina, Curran and Kells. And you know why this is lovely? Not just because the child is gorgeous, but I feel like part of the communion day. And I love that. And I love that people send me in photographs of things that are going on in their lives, big moments in their lives. It makes me feel part of the event. So thank you so much, Mina. And congratulations to Erin for your communion. She looked stunning. And I love this time of year when you see all the kids in the communion clothes. They just look gorgeous. And we're all proud of them, aren't we? It's a big milestone as well for mammies and daddies. So thank you so much for sending that in to me. It is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you are doing well. You can get in touch about anything on 086 1800 658. I love to hear from you on that. Now, I uh, am a bit, t- bit tired this morning. <laughs> I've an extra large cup of the strongest coffee that I could make myself this morning because I found myself and I, I don't like doing this, you know, I don't like when I get into this habit, but I found myself scrolling on the phone last night and I do that. I get into bed and I kind of have the pure intention of no, just set the alarm on the phone now and put it down, put it down. And then something else goes, no, look at it, look at it there. Scroll there for an hour and see how you get on. And sure, before I knew it, it was half 12 after me getting into bed at 11. I mean, come on. But the reason for the scrolling and what caught my attention And this is another sort of thing, you know, really, if a psychologist was to go to work (laughs) today, this morning, they'd have a field day. Because the reason for the scrolling was the extremely ugly trial that's going on between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It started back up after a week. And like a lot of people, I am sucked into this. I got completely sucked into it. And... Look, I'm not going to go there in terms of one camp or the other, okay? I'm not going to go there because, to be honest, all of this is just awful. It's just awful what's coming out with this trial. And you can get caught up in the details of this case, which I found myself doing. And lots of people have an opinion on it. People are asking you to weigh in on it. 
other people are kind of like me, sort of just, you know, com- com- finding themselves compelled to look at the actual trial online. I mean, what has happened to me at all that I'd want to even do this, you know? But this is it. I'm sucked into this soap opera that seems to be happening between these two people. And because they're celebrities, you sort of feel yourself removed from it a bit, don't you? It's like, oh, it's not, you know... This isn't really happening, but it is happening. It is happening and it's just, it's crazy. I don't know. I think everybody's going to be a loser with regards to this case. I don't think anyone's going to walk away triumphantly from this trial. But what did get me thinking as well about this, not just my morbid fascination with it, but, you know, to have kind of so much love for somebody and then for it to turn into what this has turned into with the two of them airing so much of their personal details to the world. Um, and a lot of it is, you know, very difficult to stomach, to be honest. So how does this happen? How does this happen to people who, you know, started out loving each other? Anyway... No matter what your opinion on this, it is dominating the headlines all over the world at this stage. But um, what it's taught me this morning as I blearily got out of the bed was I definitely need to be more disciplined about the amount of time I'm spending on the phone and not try and get sucked into this because it's just, it's quite warped, isn't it? It's warped all this stuff that's going on. But anyway, that is continuing and uh, it will be dominating the news and the headlines, I'd say, for the next little while. Um, But it's not going to dominate this show because we've got a lot to get through on the programme today. I'm really looking forward to meeting two fantastic students from St. Patrick's Classical School in Navin and I love celebrating students' achievements on this show as well. These guys are incredible. They came up with a very clever business uh, that we're going to be chatting about with them and they are heading to the national final which is so brilliant. They're heading to the national final of the Student Enterprise Awards so we're going to chat to Theo and Matthew. They are from St. Patrick's Classical School in Navin very, very shortly. We also have... Our competition in association with JK Sheds. Do not miss that. I'm going to give you the details of that very shortly. Christina Perry, Jar of Hearts on LMFM's 11 to 1. My heart is going here because Olive, regular listener to the programme from Drogheda, has sent me in an adorable video. Now, I just mentioned this at the start of the show that I love. I do. I love getting this stuff. You know, I love feeling like I'm part of your events or your occasions that you're having. She has sent me a video of her granddaughter, Fia. And it's this lovely video that the family no doubt will treasure for years to come of Fia on her communion day. Now, there's no kind of, there's music set to this. So I'm going to kind of give you a little taster of what this is like. Okay, so this is Fia preparing for her communion day and this is the music first of all Today this could be in she goes into the hairdressers she's coming back out the hair is done she's a big smile on her face gives a twirl Anna has a little communion day uh, dressing gown on her she's going in to see her cake it's got flowers pink and white flowers on it she's getting the nails done big smile on the face with mammy getting the nails done then the veil is on. It's like a wedding. It's like a wedding day for Fia. And the nails and all done. Oh my God. And then she's down the stairs in the Guna. And then this bit got me. I'm so sorry. I have like an, I have an overactive tear ducked at the best of times, right? She's out in the garden getting her photographs. And then this next bit, she's in the car with her dad in the front seat. And I'm sorry, the emotion. The emotion is gone in me now. It really is. Olive. You're killing me this morning. Absolutely gorgeous. What a lovely video. And they're all having crack after the communion in the garden and everything. I'm literally... <laughs> I 
can't cope this morning, Olive. Thank you so much for sending me that. It is. It's a beautiful video of Fia on her communion day that has got me with the overactive tear duct going. I'm going to have to take a break now after all that. Thank you so much for sending that in. 11 to 1. Okay, I've composed myself now. We're all good in the hood again. All this week on LMFM's 11 to 1, we are asking you to share picnic stories, okay? And we're going to be uh, selecting a story every day because we've teamed up with JK Sheds on the Coes Road in Dundalk and we have a six-seater handmade wooden picnic bench to give away. I'm going to give you all the details of that competition very shortly. Let's have some more music. Here's George Ezra, anyone for you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Desra, anyone for you on LMFM's 11 to 1 we have a great competition that we have all this week on the show Yes, I have teamed up with JK Sheds. They're on the Coes Road in Dundalk. They have picnic benches, but as well as that, they've all sorts of garden sheds, log cabins, offices and kennels. For more, you can check out jksheds.ie or follow them on Facebook. And all this week, we have a fabulous, strong six-seater handmade wooden picnic bench to give away. They're going to deliver it to your door. That's all courtesy of our friends in JK Sheds. And what we're doing is we're talking about the family picnic, you know. Sometimes it's a disaster. Sometimes it's hilarious. You know what I mean? There's always something that will happen on a family picnic. Yesterday we had gone off milk, so there was no milk for the tea. We had a child vomiting after the picnic. We had the mysterious missing picnic. And yesterday, (laughs) Breed Duffy told us about the car getting stuck in the sand at high tide at the beach after the picnic. (laughs) So we want to find out more picnic stories. So what happened at your picnic? Was it just that the heavens opened and drenched you and you had to run to the car? Did you, like me, have to fight your, for your sandwich from a pic, from a seagull at the picnic? Uh, did your child, you know, uh, absolutely destroy all the sandwiches with lemonade? That's another picnic disaster <laughs> from my house. I want to hear about your picnic stories. 86 658 And one of you will be uh, enjoying that lovely handmade wooden picnic bench in the garden for the summer picnics. So get your stories into me. What's your kind of lasting memories of a family picnic? It could be a nice memory as well. and Maybe nothing went wrong and it was a lovely picnic. Or maybe you had a picnic with people that you haven't seen in ages and it's a nice reminder. I want to hear all of these stories. 86 658 LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, a business that manufactures environmentally friendly, cost-effective farm equipment has been selected for the final of this year's Student Enterprise Awards and is due to take place in the Helix tomorrow. Barelda, it's called, it was set up by students Theo Staunton and Matthew Keeley. They are from St. Patrick's Classical School in Navan. We're going to catch a word with them just after these. 11 to 1. Now, a business that manufactures environmentally friendly, cost-effective farm equipment has been selected for the final of this year's Student Enterprise Awards, which is due to take place in the Helix tomorrow. Barelda, it was set up by students Theo Staunton and Matthew Keeley from St. Patrick's Classical School in Navin. It is a very unique business. It's a unique uh, meal silos that they produce and also teat feeders, which are made out of old blue barrels. And this has caught the attention not only of local farmers here, but the judges of 
of this competition. Now they're busy preparing for the final uh, which will see students all over the country competing for the top prize but I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by students Theo Staunton and Matthew Keeley. How are you doing guys? Hi Sinead. How are you getting on? on? Oh it's great to have you on and first of all congratulations you guys must be thrilled to reach the final stages of the National Student Enterprise Awards. Oh, we are, yeah. We're uh, just a few late nights now getting ready for, for tomorrow. We're, we're, we're delighted. Oh, I'd say so, because this is now where the competition wraps up. But before we sort of discuss the awards, tell us, where did the idea for the business come from? Uh, well, both of us being from farming backgrounds, we really... Um, we, we just In the last few years, prices have been skyrocketing. And just We wanted to change something and for, for the farming industry, because... Like it's it's just so expensive at the moment for for everything and just uh, we found a way by doing it that but at the same time like being sustainable as well which is a big thing for farmers at the moment so uh, we we came up with the idea of of making the the barrels into farming equipment at a, a low price but at the same time we're recycling the old barrels as well to to kind of reduce global warming at the same time. I love this. As you say, like people will know these, the big blue barrels, you see them all over farms, all over the place. They're always around. And, you know, as you say, once they're kind of not in use, they sort of get discarded. And what can we do with them to kind of get them back in use again? This is a fantastic idea. Tell me then, where did the name, am I saying it right, Berelda, where did the name come from? Yeah, well, I think I can take this one uh Barella, it came from, so our main products are made, are made out of the blue barrels, obviously. And then we wanted to keep close to our culture, no matter where we went with the business. So it was uh, really barrel dash, but in an Alvin accent. So. <laughs> Uh, so it came out as Barrelda. Oh, very good. So, so it's Barrelda. Am I saying it wrong then, Barrelda? What am I saying? Oh no, whatever way it comes out, it's it's uh, it, it comes out fine. But uh, I love where it. Came from the nav and twang had to get in there as well. I love it. Uh, so, tell me about the business. I said a little bit about it there. It's uh, basically you're manufacturing at the moment these meal silos and also teat feeders for for farmers. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, we that's basically what we're doing at the minute anyway. And and how have the farmers sort of found them because you've got you've given the farmers these to try out. Sort of what way did they review the product? Oh, they reviewed it very well. Um especially the teat feeders during the calving season. They thought they were a real good job and most of the lads that we did give them to they were um they were using hang on hang on gate feeders and we actually think that they they do prefer the freestanding feeders now so Okay, so explain for for like people like me now who wouldn't have a notion. Do you know what I mean, Matthew? Tell me what the difference is between the two feeders. Oh, well, basically the the one that hangs on the gate is just um, oh, it's it would just be hanging on the gate, and the calves can come up to the gate, and you can just pour it in over the gate. But then with the freestanding ones, they're out in the middle of the pen, and you can deliver the milk into the middle, and all the calves just stand around it rather than uh, and like you can get a lot more teats on the freestanding ones because it has the whole circumference of the feeder rather than just one side of it because the other side's on the gate. Fantastic. And poor old mammy cow can have a bit of a rest as well. She doesn't have to be looking after all these cows at the one time, calves at the one time. So, you know, as you said there, the, the farmers, it's a big hit with them. They've, they've received this very well. I mean, I'm always amazed, you know, at how students like yourself can come up with, you know, the business plan, make the product, run the business and stu- still do all of your other schoolwork as well. It must be exhausting. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Like we've 
to make all these feeders, we've had to be keeping it up all night nearly. There's been a good few late nights, especially with coming up to the end of the year now with exams and stuff like that. I know it's only TY exams, but there's still a lot to be done. And so, yeah, we've had a lot of hard working nights to get these feeders made for lads like. Yeah, I'd say so. And no doubt, like any business starting out, you'd have some speed bumps along the way. Uh, what sort of things sort of uh, would you change if you could go back and sort of do it all over again? Well, if we were to go back and do it all over again, we'd definitely put a lot more a lot more emphasis into the design and the drawings of the of the feeders and meal silos because we we lost a lot of time with small issues um that we definitely could have probably eradicated if we just looked into the design a small bit more but We've overcome them uh, speed bumps now, so it's not too bad. Yes, you really have, and and like you say, this is all this kind of thing happens, you know, teething problems in the in the early stages. So tell me about the student enterprise awards. Then, how do these awards actually work? Yeah, so I think I can take that one, Matthew. But the, so tomorrow we'll head up to the Helix in the DCU, um, and we'll set up our standard app. But to get to that stage, we had to go through the county final. So. As a school at St. Pat's, Mr. Maloney is our business teacher here and we sent in our, our uh, presentation to them and we had to do a, a small video to kind of uh, demonstrate what our business does and then that was shown to the judges at the county one. So then they, they were really impressed by that. So um, we, we won the senior ca- category in the county then. So then all the senior category winners from all across the ca- country are, um, are like put on the next go up to the next stage mm-hmm. and five of those groups are picked out then to go on to the national finals out of I think it's 24,000 students um, and then that's that's the finals that are on now tomorrow in the Helix so then tomorrow then we'll head up and uh, we'll set up our stand and then we have to it's kind of like a Dragon's End sort of set up and oh, wow. we, we have to um, pitch them our idea and we have a small product demonstration table and um and go from there. Okay, so the pressure, you know, this is nerve-wracking stuff. So tell me then about the other schools. Do you know anything about the competition or are you just not even thinking about them tomorrow? We're trying to keep our, our minds on our own on our own business at the moment, but yes. we have some tough competition tomorrow and, uh, and it really will be a challenge. But hopefully myself and Matthew can can come out on the better side of it. But either way, if win, win, lose, it, it really is just a good experience to make some new contacts and kind of gain a bit of experience that would help us for, for the future, like, you know. Oh, it definitely will, uh, as you say. And that's the right attitude to have going into this, guys. It really is. So um, tell us then, uh, will you continue to develop the business, you know, even after these awards? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think it's uh, just even a great way for myself and Matthew to kind of do something that we enjoy. And uh, I think it's definitely it's a great way for us to um, to do it on the side, no matter what we do. I think we'll we'll still continue this on and try and bring it up to the next level um, and try and get, go bigger and better every every time and try and improve it. Absolutely. The next step, guys, right? Student yeah. Enterprise Awards. Next step, actual Dragon's Den. You know what I mean? In a couple of years' time. <laughs> maybe, I can, maybe. I, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Theo Staunton and Matthew Keeley wishing you the be- very best of luck for tomorrow. I've no doubt that you're going to do fantastically, even if it doesn't go your way tomorrow. But thank you both so, so much for joining me on the show. 
Thanks very much, Ned. Thanks a million. Theo Staunton there, Matthew Keeley. Fair play to them. They're only in TY and they came up with a business idea uh, that's working so, so well. It makes you kind of wonder, what have I done with my own life? You know what I mean? But fair play to them. They're heading off to the Student Enterprise Awards in the Helix tomorrow. And uh, keep you posted. We will keep you posted on how the guys get on with their business. Barelda. Barelda. I was making it posh. Barelda. <laughs> From Navin. Uh, fair play to them. Theo Staunton there and Matthew Keeley. 11 to 1. For Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day, 1973, the Senate Watergate Committee begins its hearings. Also, Stevie Wonder uh, releases the music single You Are the Sunshine of My Life and it goes to number one and wins him a Grammy as well. And today is a day I can get behind. It's National Pinot Grigio Day. No better way to celebrate this than by getting yourself a fine bottle and pouring it out with your friends or yourself. No judgment here. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie there's Westlife with Fool again on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching but still to come. We may hear more of your hilarious and heartwarming picnic stories. Hinterland Festival celebrates 10 years and James Gordon reveals a rather surprising and kind of gross fact about his personal hygiene. That's all to come. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. That was Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven. We're going to be approaching celebrity news very shortly, but I do have something that's just sort of gave me pause for thought when I came across this. We really did. Celebrities just be revealing mad stuff about their lives. And sometimes we're going, we didn't need to know that. Do you know what I mean? Like we had Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis at the start of this year causing crazy furore over their bath t- uh, bathroom habits and more mainly their, their children's bathroom habits that was to be fair now James Gordon has revealed some of his bath time uh, bathroom habits that I wish he hadn't uh, he has revealed that he only washes his hair every two months thought I was going to say two days there didn't you or even two weeks no no every two months so he's going around with God and he like knows how greasy that would be you know sweat particularly doesn't he do that late show whatever you'd have like really hot lights shining on you you'd be sweating buckets he made this confession on his actual show uh, because he was discussing the fact that uh, the residents of LA are being told to cut the shower times down because uh, this is due to water shortages Um, so he says you know I only spend seconds in the shower I'm in and out in three or four minutes I use soap but I don't wash my hair I wash it every two months now, fair play to you, do you know what I mean, in terms of getting in and out of the shower. You know, people who are spending hours in the shower and like, you know, anything longer than about, say, five to eight minutes, I'm going to say, in the shower. That's enough time for you. You know what I mean? You're only languishing in there after that. Uh, but to wash your hair every two months just seems extremely gross to me. Like, I've short hair as well. And I would say ugh, maximum three days is what I'd get out of mine now every three days it's definitely getting a wash every two months he's washing his hair 
rotten. Anyway, that was something I didn't need to know with regards to celebrity news. No doubt there's some great stories that we do need to know about in The Buzz. The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Louise. We caught up with the main cast of Conversations with Friends, which airs on RTE tomorrow night. It's about two Dublin college students, Francis and Bobby, and the strange and unexpected connection they forge with married couple Melissa and Nick. Alison Oliver, who plays Francis, told us she can't wait for the reaction from fans. Oh, I'm so, I'm just so excited for people to watch it. You know, I think we've, I guess, we've been a part of it for so long that I'm just so excited to see what people think and the conversations that are born out of that. But, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really excited, I think. <laughs> David Tennant and Catherine Tate are returning to Doctor Who for the 60th anniversary. Tennant played the 10th Doctor on the time travel drama from 2005 to 2010. They're set to reappear in the show in 2023. Remember Mika? Well, he's back and with a dance song. The Grace Kelly singer said he wanted to make a song that would have you crying and dancing at the same time. It's called Yo-Yo. The Buzz, I'm Louise. <laughs> the Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Yes, and there's more Buzz later on with Eddie Caffrey. And uh, just to add into that, because I did come across this today and I know so many people are really interested in Bridgerton and it's probably been the worst kept secrets uh, in the Bridgerton circle. But the leading couple for season three has finally been confirmed. So rumours were going around that Penelope and Colin would come to the fore in season three after the show creator Shonda Rhimes confirmed that they won't necessarily be going in the order of the books. So it's kind of been one of these worst kept secret so it has of course uh, been revealed that Nicola Conlon uh, uh, Coughlin who plays Penelope and Luke Newton um, who plays Colin they have been dropping hints that it's their kind of time to shine. So there you go. They are going to be in focus for Bridgerton Series 3. So she uh, announced the news yesterday. Nicola says, uh, like Lady Whistledown, I've been keeping quite a big secret for quite a long time, but I can finally tell you that Bridgerton uh, Season 3 is Colin and Penelope's stories that she's uh, announced to the world. And uh, the, the third book doesn't follow their story, but as I said, it's going to be kind of moved around. They're not following exactly the same way as the books. So there you have it, Bridgerton fans. Oh, I love that one. Haven't heard it in ages. Maria McKee, Show Me Heaven. I keep thinking that song is from Top Gun. No, it's Days of Thunder that that one's from. But I was thinking, when when the song was playing, I was thinking, oh, I can't wait for the next Top Gun movie. But it's not, it's Days of Thunder. Get it right. Maria McKee, Show Me Heaven on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, some of the best writers, musicians, artists and thinkers will descend on Kells next month because the annual Hinterland Festival of Literature and Arts gets underway. We're going to be finding out more about what's happening. There is a superb lineup of events on this, including some very special high profile guests going to be descending on Kells this year. We're going to be chatting to a well-known broadcaster and programme director, Miles Duncan. He's going to join me after these. 11 to 1. 
some of the best writers, musicians, artists and thinkers will descend on Kells and County Mead next month as the annual Hinterland Festival of Literature and Art gets underway. And this year marks the 10th year of the festival and there are over 60 events to enjoy, including interviews, workshops, theatre, street art, live music and so much more. And there's some very high profile famous faces that will be coming to Kells to take part in this. Joining me now to tell us more about it is well-known and loved broadcaster and programme director of this festival, Miles Duncan. How you doing, Miles? How you doing, Sinead? Good I'm, to talk to you. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Ten years of the Hinterland Festival. Big milestone. Uh, definitely big milestone and a lot of grey hair, <laughs> a lot of white hair probably in actual <laughs> fact uh, over the ten years has accumulated. But uh, yeah, we're kind of, we're delighted to still be around. Maybe we're a little bit surprised to still be around. I don't know. Um, I think we do a fairly good job. Oh, but, no, you definitely shouldn't uh, be surprised to be around because this is a fantastic festival every single year. And let me tell you, I was looking through this press release here this morning at some of the people that you have involved in this and I was thinking they have pulled out all the stops for the 10 years. But for people who've never been to Hinterland, and Miles, tell us what it's all about. Uh, it's all about the town of Kells, I suppose, really. That's the first thing. And it's all about getting as many interesting people, as many writers. Now, you know, writers, not necessarily fiction writers, but non-fiction writers, poets, dramatists, uh, you know, you name it, people, biographers, people write, the, 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 you know, we have a lot of biographers who come along. A lot of people who, um, you know, basically the only thing they have in common is that they have the book out at some yes. point. Uh, that's really about it. But you have everybody from sort of, you know, Marty Morrissey to Catherine Prisiska, you know, first time literary novelist. Not Marty. Marty's not a first time literary novelist. Uh, sorry, other way around. Catherine Prisiska is the first time literary novelist. Marty Morrissey, I probably don't need to explain who he is. Yeah, <laughs> so well known he is. And, you know, as you say there, you're dropping a couple of the famous faces there, the hints there uh, for who's going to be coming. But, I mean, you have serious talent uh, coming to this. Uh, tell us about uh, some more of the famous faces that are going to be dropping to Kells. Well, I mean, we've got, I mean, I'm very, one thing I'm very excited about, a couple of things I'm very excited about, one in particular is I am a huge, huge Joy Division fan. Oh, yeah. I'm a very big New Order fan. Is there someone in my house who's the same, Miles? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I mean, Joy Division, I just absolutely adore Joy Division. Never have never got over them, but uh, never got past them and never will. But uh, Stephen Morris, who is, drummer with Joy Division, our former uh, Joy Division, and also the drummer with uh, New Order is coming along. Amazing. Bringing the wife with them, and that's significant because the wife is Gillian Gilbert, who was the keyboard player in uh, New Order. But, oh, I never uh, knew that they were married now. There you go. Right, I had no right. idea. Well, they, actually have, they have a kind of a side project. Um, I love the name of it. Uh, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's called The Other Two. Oh, so in other words, they had this going when Hooky, when Peter Hook was part of New Order and obviously uh, 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 Bernard Sumner part of New Order, they were, quote unquote, the other two. Uh, but the other two will be will be here over the weekend and uh, Stephen will be talking. He's written two books, two memoirs covering the Joy Division and New Order. Oh, excellent. He'll be talking about those. So that's one I'm really looking forward to. Another biggie. And... Uh, uh, she agreed to come a couple of years ago, but uh, guess what happened? COVID. <laughs> well, don't even mention uh, it, yeah. <laughs> I know, uh, but she's, uh, so, so she's, uh, uh, Val McDermott. Now, Val McDermott is a fantastic crime writer. She's one of the all-time great uh, crime writers. Uh, very Scottish, 
and um, although not all of her of her work is is set in is is set in Scotland, but uh, Liz Nugent, who is our own oh, fantastic, great yeah, festival, and a fantastic writer in her own right. So Liz is going to be doing the interview with Val McDermott. So to see those two up on stage uh, together, that that'll be quite something. And for 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 younger readers, uh, stroke um, film fans, I suppose. Uh, we also have uh, Ivana Lynch. Now, Ivana Lynch is, uh, I'll, I'll just say Luna Lovegood. Yes, we all know. They, they all know. Oh, absolutely. And we, we, we actually had her on the show um, oh, a couple of months back or maybe it was last year when her book, her lovely book, yeah. The Opposite of uh, Hunting Butterflies came out. And yeah. I mean, I say like there's there's parts of it that's just utterly charming and gorgeous. And then there's re- really difficult parts of this book to read as well. And I mean, yeah. what a brave, courageous book to to release because uh, it's not only about her own you know story her own life kind of to now uh, and obviously Harry Potter weaves its way in there but she's obviously dealing with uh, you know her, her issue with um, overcoming an eating disorder and also the kind of the trappings of fame as well Miles yeah. isn't it? Yeah yeah and she's from Chairman Second. Yes she is indeed absolutely. <laughs> Just down the road. So all of these famous faces are coming and as well as that, as I mentioned there, you have you know the workshops, you've got the street art, there's lots more happening and the, the one audience that I think you know that are the toughest ones to please, uh, Miles, are the children. What have you got for the children this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've a lot uh, for, the, for the children. I don't know whether you would describe um, the, the kind of audience that might be interested in Ivana Lynch as, as, as children, um, certainly a teenage audience, a female teenage audience, but a male teenage audience. We also have, uh, uh, Richie, uh, Richie Sadler. Now, Richie Sadler would be well known to everybody as the face of uh, soccer analysis on, on RTE. But Richie Sadler is, is, is a psychotherapist and he has a book out called Let's Talk and it's oh, about, good. it's for teenage, Teenage boys, basically. Uh, but we also have we've a, a treasure hunt, a fairy tale themed uh, treasure hunt on the the Saturday. We have John Farrelly uh, with a, 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 a thing called Deadly Irish History, an interactive workshop, and he's trying to show kids that history is really interesting and really exciting. Uh, David McCullough. Now, there's a name you wouldn't associate with kids. But he has a kids' book out, the Great Irish Politics book. It's part of the Great Irish uh, series uh, from Gill, the, the publishers. Yes. So uh, David will be coming down trying to convince eight to twelve-year-olds that politics is a <laughs> man, really interesting man, like you know. Oh, uh, brilliant! So, um, and uh, uh, an interactive workshop for budding journalists uh, from from Nick Sheridan, budding journalists between the ages of of uh, nine and. Uh, 9 and 14 or 15 uh, Audrey Dowling Croke Park Mice The Missing Referee so loads and loads of stuff I mean Emma Jane Leeson is doing a wildlife and heritage uh, workshop and uh, Jane Mitchell writing and storytelling workshop so you know lots of very lots there. Going on there really and truly there is it's jammers absolutely jammers and you know after a tough few years Miles it's so wonderful to see festivals like this back to full capacity operating as, uh, as normal yeah, I mean, we did have the festival last year was a mm. little bit more like normal, but not quite. First off, it was in September. Secondly, it was about kind of half the size that it normally is because we were a little bit nervous about, uh, you know, throwing all our eggs. Oh, understandable. Yeah. Five days beforehand, somebody says, no, sorry, uh, you can't have crowds of more than three or something like that. Um, <laughs> you know, so this it's great to have. We're, we're now back to where we were 
in uh, in 2019. Now, obviously, we we need people's support. Yes, uh, we are now. We're going for 10 years. If we're to go for 11 years, we need people to come out and support the program. Uh, but I mean, they can the the the, um, the 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 website is now up and and running. You can book on the website. And the, uh, we'll have the, the physical brochures out later this week. And then the booking office in Kells and Antonia's in, in Trim will be open, will be open uh, next week. So you can go and buy tickets in person. But right now, you can go online and you can book your ticket. But I suspect for some of the events, um, you know, like the ones we've just been talking about, you need to book them. Oh, get on there now. Get on yeah. there now. They're going to sell out. Absolutely. Hinterland.ie for all of that. Miles, it's fantastic to have it back up and running. And as you rightly say, and I'll always use an opportunity to tell people to support the arts. You need to be supporting festivals like this and artists like this. Absolutely. They're the ones that got us through the pandemic with all their wonderful talent. So we need to keep uh, the, yeah. the, them supported. We really do. Miles, as always, pleasure chatting I to you. Thank you and your fella will be coming along. Oh, listen, you know what I mean? I'm going to tell him about this event now with Stephen Morris and he's going to be, be straight on to the, to the website tonight. The will fall out. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Miles. We'll chat to you soon. Cheers tonight. Thanks all a million. Bye, bye, bye. Hinterland.ie. Okay, that is where you're going to find all the details. It's running from the 23rd to the 26th of June. We're scratching the surface here, myself and Miles, in, in terms of all the events that they have planned. There's so much that they've crammed in to just these few days. So if you want to get the tickets, head over there now. Hinterland.ie. 11 to 1. There's the script. They are killing it with their tours at the moment. They are on their greatest hits tour. They played Belfast there. Was it the other night? I think it was Sunday night. Uh, so they're back in our lives after, you know, a long kind of stint away from the stage with their greatest hits tour. There they are with rain. Now, <laughs> plenty of rain will happen on an Irish picnic. That is for sure. We are talking about picnics all this week because we've teamed up with JK Sheds on the Coes Road in Dundalk. They have a fabulous, strong, six-seater handmade wooden picnic bench to give away. They're going to deliver it to your door as well. Uh, Now, as well as picnic benches, they make all sorts of garden sheds, log cabins, offices and kennels. For more, you can check out what they do at jksheds.ie or you can follow their Facebook page. So, if you want to get your your bums, your bums on these seats uh, on the picnic bench at the end of the week, we're asking you to tell us your picnic stories. Here's one from Michelle in Dundalk. Sinead, years ago, when my friends were young, or when my kids were younger, myself and my late husband took the kids away for the day for a picnic. I packed all the items into a bag, put it all into the boot of the car. But the day before, my husband was fishing and his bag was still in the boot, so we took it out with the rods to make more room. Practical. We arrived at the picnic spot, uh, went to look in the boot to get out the stuff. All the kids were sitting down at the bench, ready to go. Opened the bag. Instead of the lovely sandwiches and treats in the lunchbox, it was my husband's fishing bag. Both were navy in colour, you see. The horror on the kids' wee faces when they opened up the box with maggots in one box and half-eaten lunch a day old in another. Rotten. That would be enough to turn anyone off a picnic, Michelle. She says they drove to Newcastle for a takeaway. Not that the kids complained after that. Had to keep them happy. God, that's the worst thing I think that could ever happen. A maggoty lunchbox. Lovely. Uh, Somebody else said, this is um, Hannah. 
or sorry, Angela Hanna. She's in Knobber County Mead. Hello, Sinead. We had a plan for a picnic for a sunny day out at the beach. I made lovely sandwiches, buns and a flask of tea. Got to the beach. Didn't have the picnic basket in the car. Disaster. The basket of sandwiches is sitting at home on the table. The amount of times that's happened as well where you actually forget the picnic. <laughs> Brilliant. Keep those coming in to me. 086-1800-658. We want to hear your picnic stories. There's a lovely picnic bench uh, from JK Sheds and the Coes Road in Dundalk up for grabs at the end of the week 086 1800 658 LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online check out the latest Northeast news sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie couple of jobs for you today. The Bailey Hotel requires a full-time experienced chef in the County Carrigan area. Uh, you can apply to info at baileyhotel.com or for more details you can visit baileyhotel.com G&J Ard Joinery Limited require a joiner with some experience with wood in the Navin area please. Please send your CV to info at ardjoinery.com Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting full-time baggage handling agents. You can apply to jobs at shp.ie or check out their website skyhandlingpartner.ie. MCK Mini Mix Concrete requires a concrete driver in the Laidmead area. To apply, you can contact info at mckireland.com or check out the website mckireland.com for more information. T&T Fitness Systems requires a part-time permanent accounts administrator in the Kingscourt County Cavan area. Please forward your CV to info at ttfitness.ie or you can check out their website ttfitness.ie for details. And the Irish Blood Transfusion Service requires a temporary full-time maternity leave position for a clinical nurse manager grade 2. To apply, check the careers section at giveblood.ie. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, we are talking picnics. Sometimes they're a disaster. Sometimes they work out well. Sometimes, like yesterday, your uh, car ends up uh, being almost swallowed up by uh, the sea at high tide which was what happened to Breed Duffy yesterday it's our JK Sheds competition we want to give you a six seater handmade wooden picnic bench uh, courtesy of our friends on the Coes Road and Dundalk JK Sheds and we're asking you to share your picnic stories we're going to give away that prize on Friday and I have Nolene Lane she's from the Hill of Rats she's on the line how are you doing Nolene? Hello, Sinead. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. You sent us in a picnic story. Tell us your picnic story. Well, as I said to you, it goes back to the 70s when I was only a small child. Um, My dad had passed away and there was mam and three of us at home. Um, The children, the two younger children were only four and two at the time and I was ten. And... um, Mam wasn't used to driving and hadn't been driving for very long after that died and decided she'd bring us on a picnic. This was huge. So the picnic was set up and all the sandwiches were made and we got into the car and off she headed. But on the way, the heavens opened and she'd say to us, it'll stop, it'll stop, we'll get out of the beach. And when we got to the beach, it had got heavier and heavier and there was floods. So she says, I'm sorry, we're going to have to go home. And there was tears in the back of the car. And when we went back home, Mam decided to put the tartan rug down on the sitting room floor and she put all the picnic sandwiches and the diluted orange 
in our little beakers on the floor in the sitting room and that's where we had our picnic and we were happy out. Oh no, <laughs> you do know what it is. That story is so lovely. It just goes to show the lengths parents will go to for children to that's kind of keep it. them happy. And your poor mum probably, you know, trying to be mum and dad to you. That's it. You know, like trying to keep us smiling and she was going around heartbroken but like, she'd done that for us and we were so disappointed so she decided we'd have the picnic on the sitting room floor. And isn't it Cass? And we were happy as <laughs> That's the one you remember, isn't it? The one that's that... Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? Things. Nolene, for that lovely, heartwarming story, you are our finalist, our second finalist going oh, into the draw <laughs> for this gorgeous picnic bench all courtesy of JK Sheds. Thank you so, so much for Thank joining me and telling us that you, story. Kid. Thank you. Thanks a million. Nolene Lane there. Oh my goodness me. Isn't that such a gorgeous story? I mean, that would just do your heart good on a Tuesday. A wet and miserable Tuesday. It really would. Don't worry. We've got another opportunity for you to win on tomorrow's programme. Okay, we have another chance. Do not worry. We'll be doing that all again on tomorrow's show. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed, all the guests, and for your company as always. I'll leave you with Keen. Have a great Tuesday. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.